You're listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with the Bible is Literature. This is Father Mark Bulos, and you are listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with the Bible as Literature podcast. This week, Father Paul begins his discussion of Genesis chapter 31. I am delighted to introduce Father Paul on the Bible as Literature podcast, Tarazi Tuesdays. So, let's go to Genesis 31. Early on, we hear... Jacob sent and called Rachel and Leah into the field where his flock was and said to them, I see that your father does not regard me with favor as he did before. And we talked about earlier how Laban dealt differently with Isaac and with Jacob. But the God of my father has been with me. And this is very important expression of shepherdism. The God is not a God of a mountain or a temple where you have a reference outside the fact that he is the God of my father that blessed my seed and allowed me to have children after my father had me as a child. Classic, the ending of Psalm 45. Although the king is addressed as God, technically God, and yet at the end you hear her realize that it's just an honorific title because he needs children and your children will take your place on your throne okay very important again people listening to me I'm sure behind my back sir Father Paul is hooked on sex. I'm not hooked on sex. I'm hooked on the seed that was blessed by God. Seed is functional through sex? Well, I never said no. But I'm not going to allow anyone to say, well, uh, he's hooked on. No, I'm hooked on the seed, which is extremely important. And you hear how in Genesis every time someone is mentioned and your seed after you we discuss this in detail in chapter 26 but already this expression of the God of my father not the God of Jerusalem and the God of Babylon and the God of the temple and the God of the mountain no it is through the existence and I stress that in my book on Psalms and Wisdom, where existence is not an issue. You are where you are because you came from somewhere through a seat. You don't need to philosophize about that, unless you are interested in psychology, which is anchored in Plato, obviously. So, following the story, we hear that Jacob is self-righteous. Remember, he said, my honesty, which is my righteousness. He's behaving as Job will behave later. He's trying to justify himself. 
Verses 8 and 9, The spotted shall be your wages, then all the flock bore spotted, and if he said the striped earth, Thus, verse 9, God has taken away the cattle of your father and given them to me. He's speaking to his two wives. And he introduces the angel of God in chapter 11. Again, Malak means the messenger. And it's a tricky one. You know, the Bible is tricky. I made a long presentation in my last Zoom session about the irony of Scripture. See how it works in verses 12 and 13. And he said, the angel of God speaking to Jacob, Lift up your eyes and see all the goats that leap upon the flock are striped, spotted, and mottled. For I have seen all that Laban is doing to you. I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed a pillar and made a vow to me. Now our eyes go forth from this land and return to the land of your birth. And we are programmed to look at the edifices, our human buildings, always as positive. Just look at the service of the Greek Archdiocese of North America at the inauguration of St. Nicholas and the Twin Towers and so on and so forth. And very interestingly, as I shared with a colleague, it began with the famous Ti Ipermacho Stratigo, the chant that we do during the Akathist hymn where Constantinople speaks as being the city of the Theotokos which means they are viewing New York as the new Constantinople and to confirm that that colleague fantastic I can show you that he sent me with a series of laughters making America Orthodox icon by icon and you have an icon of New York City and the Twin Towers in 2001 burning but with clouds you know and on top of it you have the icon of the Theotokos protecting the city of New York I mean you don't need more than that so my friend smiled he said you are right again Father Paul what can I say what can I do I mean that's the mentality but the trick is that earlier on there was a reference to the God of my father and now we have a switch to the God of Bethel with a specification that it is Bethel where you Jacob anointed a pillar and made a vow to me that you are going to build there but this is a big joke already I mean if you know the Bible Bethel is tricky it means the house of God but from the subsequent story of Bethel it's a repetition of the sin of Cain you have something that is living his son Enoch and he called the city after him as we shall see another example later and here instead of Beth El 
becoming the household of God because this is what it means also in Hebrew which would connect it with the God of my father suddenly it becomes a city with a temple and then later in the prophets you are hit with come to Bethel meaning to do your liturgical service but in Amos you have irony come to Bethel and sin now just to make sure that this is the case I have a series of references to the pillar which is matseba from the verb nasab to erect I mean those who know Arabic have no excuse not to learn Hebrew and read in Hebrew instead of reading in the translation in Arabic earlier in 28 just to begin by connecting these two texts so Jacob rose early in the morning and he took the stone which he had put under his head this was to sleep like a pillow suddenly he set it up for a pillar and poured oil on the top of it to sacralize it he called the name of that place Bethel but earlier the rest of verse 19 is very nice but the name of the city was Luz at the first I mean who speaks about that they just uh, the name was Luz no the name was Luz Luz if you know Arabic you know what Luz means it is Shu'ani Luz Abu Nabil Inglisi almond it's the almond tree it's like tamar it is the date tree the palm and thus this brings you to the vegetation and to the earth and to shepherdism but if we do not know these things if we are not transported in time to the 3rd century BC Mesopotamia and Syrian desert there is no hope there is only damnation in Oxford and Cambridge and Nuremberg and Gutenberg and Harvard and Yale they don't know what they are talking about because their reference is the city their reference is the buildings of the universities I lived 38 years in New England and it's very obvious if you visit Harvard and Yale that you have this tension between the two Yale that came later intentionally had white stones instead of red stones to somehow be different and it was built in the green of the city of New Haven come on friends come on our capital Washington DC was a swamp and it is 
the Freemason Washington that decided to build it. New York originally was an extended Central Park. Suddenly we have the icon of the Theotokos on top of the Twin Towers. But the curveball in verse 19b is very important. Okay, let me read it. And indeed lose the name of the city Le Rishona. It is Rishon. That is very important that the story of the flood and it is connected to Reshit of Genesis 1.1. People say, ah, it's at the beginning before. No, you have to hear the original to see how Rishon means first. Thus at first. You know, in the cardinal numeration in Hebrew, beginning with second, third, fourth, you are using the root of two, three, four, five. But first is from a specific root from Rosh, head, top, beginning, and it is reshown. These things we need to explain to the people instead of spreading this stupid icon about the Theotokos on top of the Twin Towers. Indeed, lose the name of the city at the beginning, towards the beginning. If this is not enough for us to understand that stone is not good and pillared, and you know how Asherim and Matsebot later, anything that is raised up. I mean, you know these words. So in 31, to come back to our text, so Jacob took a stone and set it as a pillar in 31.45. But let me go ahead to go over this pillar. In 35.14, and Jacob set up a pillar in the place where he had spoken with him, a pillar of stone, and he poured out a drink offering on it and poured oil on it. 35, this is a head. So three times we are reminded of that. And in 15, so Jacob called the name of the place where God has spoken with him, Bethel, and there we have it again. Now take a jump to Acts chapter 7, where Stephen plays on that, on that Jacob did not build a house to God. It is God that granted him a household. But the play in both Hebrew, and in this case also Greek, it is the play on ikos, or bet, the same meaning. And in 35.20, we see how he stonify Rachel, the way Cain stonified his son Enoch, and Jacob set up a pillar upon her grave. It is the pillar of Rachel's tomb which is there to this day and the Jews in Israel still make a big fuss about it. They make big fuss about things that are abhorred in scripture. The temple of Solomon and Rachel's tomb and so That's why at the end of Genesis and I touched on that when I discussed Ephron the Hittite 
that everybody was buried in the grave that is in the field of Ephron the Hittite and I told you that Ephron is from the same root as Afar which is the dust, the sand of the ground you are dust and you're going to be dust why should you have a big building and please don't tell me well we decided here in the cemetery in Minneapolis to have only flat stones a stone is a stone is a stone whether it is erect or it is a pyramid or it is flat it's something made by you the proof is it is chiseled and you know what the law will say about the chiseled stone why because even if you have a simple stone you have to engrave something on it take for instance the famous tomb of the unknown soldier but there is a writing on it it is the tomb of the unknown soldier that's not good news but I don't think there is anyone I know of that looks at or hears these things as being bad news it's always good news the Bible as literature is a production of the Ephesus School Network